You're listening to Mind to Muscle. My name's Chantal. And I'm Meg. Whether you're tuning in from your bed, a walk on the treadmill, or your commute to work, we're so happy you're here. If you're back listening to us from our previous episode, or if it's your first time tuning into Mind to Muscle, thank you, thank you, thank you. Guys, episode three. I can't believe we've made it this far. I mean, I can. It's so fun. I it love is this so, so much. And Today's episode is going to be a little bit more fun and light and airy. A little laid back. A little bit more of getting to know us. For anybody that might be listening to this that doesn't follow us on Instagram, which I think probably mostly everybody does. I think that's where we got our peeps. Um, We've been asking for the past couple of days for everyone on Instagram to leave us some questions that we can answer today. We just kind of wanted to do a little bit of like a lighthearted Q&A, get to know us the co-hosts of the show that you're listening to. Um, So yeah, we're going to talk a bit about us today. Yeah, we're going to take these questions you guys threw in the question box and dive into them a little bit. I'm so excited. Some of them are funny. Some of them are pretty hard hitting. Yeah, some Um, of them are a little bit more serious than the other, but... Some are about working out. Some aren't. Which I love. They're all over the place and it's it makes it a little bit more fun. Okay, so let's kick it off with our first question. Which is, how do you know each other? Which is a great place to start. Oh, it's a perfect place to start. I can't believe we haven't talked about this yet. I feel like this is probably something we we should have told everybody how we know each other from the get-go. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people will see little comments or little glimpses of things being like, how did you guys meet? How do you know each other? So this is perfect. So Meg and I actually met by both working at the same hair salon. It's not even a good story. I wish we... I know. I I'm, I'm going in here like acting like it's okay, real guys. Good. Are you yeah. ready? Here's yeah, the yeah, story. Yeah. <laughs> we met at a hair salon, but no, yeah, I was working there for a little bit before Meg was, and she started. And frig, the rest is history, baby. Like the rest is history. We truly did hit it off right away, like immediately. Yeah. Well, like I've said this to Chantel since I met her, but I, I truly feel like you're me in a different body. A hundred percent. Like. It's it's kind of weird. And I've never met anybody. Like, I've never felt that way about someone before. Yeah. So the second I met you, I was like, oh, she gets it. It's funny because even people to this day are always like, you and Meg are so similar. You have the exact same energy. You guys are the same, like, everything. And I'm like, I know. Like, it's true. We Honestly, don't. it's a compliment to me. Absolutely. Because I, you radiate the best energy. Oh, you too. You <laughs> too. You freaking rare <laughs> This sunshine. episode is just going to be us. Telling each other how much you get <laughs> But, like, we do this on a daily, so. But I remember, yeah, I remember starting to work there because Chantel worked there before I did and meeting you and just being like, I I want to be just like this. And like, it's so funny because I thought the exact same thing. I'm like, this girl's freaking badass. Oh I my like God. her. I want to be her friend. I hope she thinks I'm cool, too. Like, it's one of those things. I thought you were the coolest ever. Man, and we just, like, became close pretty instantly. Mm-hmm. And we worked at the hair salon in, like, 2017. Yeah, roughly so around 2017 yeah, we worked there together. So. We've been friends for a long yeah. time. But I don't know. Something about the past six months, I think we mm-hmm. both really just realized how much our passions aligned. For... Yeah, we, we grew individually, but the same, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. Like, 
we just carried on with our own journeys, but with the same alignment. Like yeah. it's crazy. I know. And we just had these ideas that we can hopefully do some crazy things in this mm-hmm. lifetime. So we will yeah. do some crazy we- things. <laughs> But we just hit it off really quick. and Yeah, and the rest is freaking history. The rest is history. Yeah. There's um, a ton more years of friendship to go, so stay tuned. That's right. You guys don't go anywhere, okay? <laughs> Our next question is, what is your favorite thing about each other? This is such a I love this one question. so I much. Know. Yeah, I love this one. Well, I can start. Okay. Because it kind of piggybacks on to what we were just talking about, what I just mentioned of working at that salon and meeting you and being like, I want to be just like her. Chantel, for anybody that doesn't know her, which I think a lot of you guys do because she's an incredible hairstylist. So a lot of the people listening are lucky enough to see her in person pretty frequently, but she has the most impeccable energy. Like (laughs) it is next level. And I pray anybody that hasn't met her listening to this gets to meet her at some point in the near future because when she enters a room she immediately shifts the vibe of it like everything is just all good as soon as Chantel is is around but oh my god you just make everything feel like it's gonna be okay and I that I know that sounds so heavy with me saying it but like I don't even you literally just exude that type of energy oh my gosh like you just nothing is ever that bad like you just remind people that like everything's gonna be all right man like everything is going to yeah. be all right really, and it's just is. the and best and everyone needs a person like that gosh i love you <laughs> i love you seriously that's so damn sweet and yeah this episode is not gonna be just us talking about each other the whole no. time i promise please stick so, around <laughs> yeah we can have a moment though um, give us a second <laughs> question three is not about this but So my favorite thing about Meg is very similar, I would say. It's her ray of sunshine in a human body. Like, it's quite crazy. Like, you, she's the exact same way. Like, she walks in a room, everyone's mood shifts. Everyone puts a smile on their face, like, immediately, no matter what. She has a very, very contagious personality and in the best way possible. But yeah, her energy is everything. Her advice. If anyone has gotten advice from Meg, like you will all be clapping your hands right now, agreeing with me, nodding your head. It is the best advice you will ever receive. Like when I say I go to Meg for everything, I go to her with everything. Like I have been at one of my lowest points of my life the past six months. And this may sound crazy, but Meg is the reason that I'm a functioning human being. Her and my therapist. Listen like, to us just giggle about this as if it's not super serious. I know. Like how I, wild that so we all just default to that, eh? true. Like it's so true. And yeah, what I love about her the most is she's the most reliable person. She will be there in the freaking middle of the night I'm at the drop of a hat. But it's so true. Like if I didn't have you these last six months, I don't even, my mental state would be way gone. Like way gone. And it's it's scary to think of. And I'm just so thankful for you. And yeah, the moral of the freaking story is my favorite thing about you is everything. I just love you. You're so sweet. And anyone who is lucky enough to know Meg, I know you're agreeing. So that was so sweet. I did not expect that to make me as emotional as it did. Uh, right back at you. And you're saying this so stuff about me. I'm like, I was actually getting teary eyed. Like, 
It's so true, though. It's so, so One true. thing you should know about Chantel and I is that we're very open about our feelings. We are not mm-hmm. people that, like, hold back from telling each other we love each other and sharing, <laughs> sharing um, how important we are to each other. Because truly, guys, you never know when something can happen. Yeah. Like, you cannot take anybody or any day for granted. But anyways, you would think that this would be normal hearing by now because these are things that we've told each other. But that's just it's thank you. But it's really sweet. honestly, like touching on that a little bit, it's so important to tell your loved ones how important they are to you. Mm-hmm. And, and tell it's them just, that you love them. And yeah. And you never really know what they're feeling either. Like maybe they're just a little sad that day and just a text saying like, I love you. Mm-hmm. And I miss you or anything like that could just like lighten them right up. Yeah. I could get way off topic with this. I know. Me too. Let's go to question three. (laughs) (laughs) I could just be like, Meg, I love you. I love you. (laughs) I was just going to say you should have that mentality with anybody that you meet that you don't know what they're going through. And you should treat them all with compassion. Um, Gosh, it's so freaking true. Like anyone could – they could be doing everything in their power to keep themselves going that day. Mm -hmm. And maybe your smile or you holding the door for them is like just their sign that like everything's going to work. There's, there's faith in humanity. People are good or whatever it is. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Really off topic with that one. (laughs) (laughs) But question three, which I'm actually really excited to talk about Mm -hmm. is what is your current workout split? Nothing fancy, but I love talking about workouts. workouts. <laughs> I ask Chantel every time she's leaving the gym because we voice note. We don't we don't even text. Um, it no. just wouldn't cover enough. <laughs> I ask her to tell me about her workout every time she leaves the gym. I want to know what workouts you did. I want to know how they felt. I want to know everything. I love it so much. So why don't you tell us your current workout split? Okay. So mine does switch up a little bit here and there. But right now, currently, I do Mondays, glutes and hammies. Tuesdays, back and buys. Wednesdays, some quad action. Thursdays, I will do shoulders, chest, and tries. And Fridays, I do lower body focused with like a little bit of cardio and core and all that fun stuff. And on my upper body days, I do implement some cardio and core as well. Not too, too much, but a little bit of cardio at the beginning, a little core at the end, a little stretch here and there. Definitely not as much stretching as I should be doing, but that's about my five-day workout split. And when I go to the gym four days a week, then I just drop the last lower body one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite and your least favorite and why? Um, my f- It's funny. You know what? I don't even know if I can answer this confidently because I, if you were to ask me this like six months ago, I would have been like glutes 100%. It's my favorite leg day. Love it. Like nothing else matters kind of thing. And now it's like, I love training shoulders and my upper body and all of that. I would say shoulders is pretty close to my favorite. My least favorite's back. And why my least favorite is back? I'll just jump onto that. (laughs) Because I have a hard time defining muscle in my back. And I have a hard time seeing- Like connecting it? No, like I have a hard time like seeing any progress in my back. Oh, I get it. Okay. Like I have, I struggle with that a little bit. Maybe because I don't, really look at my back too much or like maybe because I don't know what it is and up until recently I was having a hard time feeling the workouts in my back like Mm -hmm. I struggled with it and I didn't like it I just was like but I'm learning to like it a bit more I'm figuring out different workouts that do work for me Mm -hmm. that I do feel them in my back so it's becoming a little better but back's definitely my least shoulders I love because 
I love a good shoulder pump when I'm done my workout. Like I feel so strong. I love when my shoulders become defined. I just, yeah, it makes me feel freaking confident and great. <laughs> mm-hmm. Shoulders are a good muscle. Yeah, and they're a mirror muscle. Like mm-hmm. it's something you see when you look at yourself. That's exactly you know? it. My back. <laughs> we don't know what's going on yeah, back there. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but what about you, Meg? What's your workout split like? My workout split, I am working with a trainer right now, which is super exciting, Tori. Mm-hmm. We super briefly talked about her in our last episode, but the current split that she has me on right now is glutes and hamstrings. I don't consistently go the same days every week. So I don't have like a Monday's this day or Tuesday's this day. I just make sure that I do them all in the same order. And I try to do like two working days and then a rest day and then two working days and two rest days because I typically only go four days a week. But actually, this new phase of my program that I just started is five days. So Monday is glutes and hams. Tuesday is back, biceps, and triceps. Wednesday is quads and calves. Thursday is chest and shoulders, and then Friday is core and cardio. Love it. Busy, busy week. Lots going on, but it's the best. So great. I love it so much. And you mentioned that you split up your week a little bit. So you do like two work days, two rest days. I love that. Mm -hmm. It breaks up your week a little bit, and it's probably good to like split up your rest days too. Is that why you do that? Well, I kind of like... So if I do like lower body, like I said, Monday and then upper bodies on Tuesday, sometimes by Wednesday, I don't feel like my, yeah. And I can work out with my legs being sore, but I don't want them to be sore because I want to crush the workout. Like you feel like you can give your full potential. Yeah. I won't bring as much strength as I know that that I'm capable of. Yeah. And I've been learning a lot since working with Tori and it's not good to put your body through stress of working out five days consistently. Sometimes. Some people can do it for sure, but if I'm able to break it up, yep. then I'm I'm fortunate enough that I can. Totally. So totally. and also I I do say it's so that I can let my muscles rest, but I go to the gym in the morning and sometimes on Wednesdays or Thursdays I wake up and I don't want to pull myself out of bed. Well, so. I don't know about you, but because uh, I go in the mornings too, like super, super early like you do. And the Monday, Tuesday, if I if I know I'm not going in the morning Wednesday, the Monday and Tuesday in the morning is so much easier because I'm like, all right. Mm-hmm. One more day mm-hmm. because Wednesday I get to sleep in a little bit. Yeah. So it makes it that much easier to go at 5 a.m. the Monday and Tuesday. Exactly. You feel that too? Yeah. yeah I love you're that. you're like, I'm just one day away from Like, it's okay. From I got this. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But you still have to, you cannot be sleeping in every day. You have to get in your workouts. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Do not take this as. Discipline, baby. You Let's be go. Sleeping in. <laughs> as long as you can still fit on all your workouts, then take your sleep ins. But yeah, that would be the workout split of the moment. I love it. I'm loving it so much. But that allows us to move on to question four. Um, no, hang on. Uh-oh. What's your favorite <laughs> thing to work out and why? And what's your least favorite thing to work out and why? <laughs> okay. It, this is tough because I don't know if I have a full day that I like working. Like, I have exercises that I love. Like you were saying, like you used to love glutes and hamstrings. Mm-hmm. I feel like everybody says that we that they love working lower body, but lower body days are actually so hard, so hard. Oh, yeah, they take so much of I like, I love RDLs, but I don't love working an entire glute day, but I love RDLs. Yeah, I know? know what you mean. I totally know what you mean. But if I had to pick my favorite, my favorite right now is probably quads and calves, which is crazy because, again, it's a lower body day and it's mm-hmm. a really hard day, but it makes me feel really powerful. And then my least favorite day 
is probably core and cardio just because they're so hard to mentally pull yourself through. Yeah. I love the feeling they give me when I'm done. Like it's like no other. It's different from weightlifting for sure, doing cardio, but it's so hard to get yourself through. So that's mm-hmm. probably my least enjoyed day. Yeah. I understand that for sure. For sure. Okay. So on to the next. Do you take supplements, pre-workout, creatine? Well, do you take any? The only thing I am currently taking is just protein like I used to take pre-workout every single day before a workout I used to take creatine as well pre-workout I have stepped back from just a little bit because it was making me incredibly anxious and it made I could just like feel my heart racing and yeah I when I work out at five in the morning it's like I sometimes don't even know that I'm at the gym at that time (laughs) because I'm so like sleepy and like a zombie that if I just push myself through the workout, then I'm fine. Like, I, I just wake up anyway. Like, I don't know. I used to take my pre-workout at, like, 4.30 in the morning. But then when I started feeling my heart race and, like, I felt very anxious and it would – I found the feeling of anxiety would linger mm-hmm. because then I would go home and have a coffee or I'd go on my way to work and I'd have a coffee. And, well, hello, that's more caffeine. It's going to make you more anxious. But I was just doing that out of complete routine and – So I stopped taking pre-workout and I just noticed my heart wasn't racing anymore and I could still get a really good workout in. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to take it easy from this a little bit. That's the only reason I don't take it. And creatine is truly just because I took a little, I had a little bit of a hurdle at the gym a few months ago. I didn't go for a little bit. So I stopped taking creatine and then I just didn't get back into it for no valid real reason. It's just, I just didn't. Back on the roster. Protein, I need it. So I will forever forever be taking that yeah what about you Meg what do you what do you take in I am I do take protein powder as a supplement and then I also take pre-workout I'm the same as Chantal I used to take creatine I do not anymore pre-workout I have the opposite effect as Chantal Mm -hmm. it's actually I take it every morning because it's just part of my routine now I don't even feel it I don't think it really doesn't do much for me anymore which Probably isn't a great sign. (laughs) I hope there's nobody that knows nutrition super well listening to this because they'll probably want to. No, but I think it's normal. (laughs) Like it has to be because when I was taking it too, there was times where I just, I was like, do I need to be taking another scoop to feel something? Because I wasn't feeling anything either. Yeah. And it's not even like I'm missing because when you do start taking it, I remember when I started taking pre-workout, I thought that I was going to take this drink that was going to give me so much energy and make me feel like I could conquer the world and like I could lift anything. And it's not that at all. Like it's like anxiety in a drink. It Yeah. You drink pre-workout and it gets you feeling so jittery Mm -hmm. and itchy to the point where you're just like, I need to do something with my body immediately because I Um, don't know what else to do. Mm -hmm. Um, that sounds really intimidating. It's it's not that terrifying, but don't go into it thinking it's just going to be like a, a mood booster or something yeah, like that. Yeah. But yeah, so I still continue to take it just because I honestly enjoy the routine of it. I enjoy totally. waking up in the morning yeah. and mixing my pre-workout and drinking it in the parking lot before I go to the gym. Like it's just a morning vibe for me now. Creatine, I used to take consistently, but then to be honest with you, ran out of it and just didn't repurchase it. And I've 
enjoyed the way I've felt since I've stopped taking it. That's not to say that I didn't feel good when I was taking mm-hmm. it. So what are you, what are you feeling now that's different than before? Um, I feel a lot less bloated, but I didn't feel bloated when I was taking creatine. But now that you're that not sense. taking but it, you're like, oh, I guess it. that feeling was bloat. I guess, yeah, yeah, that's what it was. And I still felt great when I was taking yeah. it. I still felt really good, but I'm just enjoying this feeling right now. Like I, love I just, that. you know what I yeah. mean? And I will probably take it again at some point. Sure. It's just not. That's like me with pre workout. I'm never not. Yeah. I'm never not going to not take it. Does that make sense? Like, 100%. Yeah, it's not gone from my life forever. I feel like if I have an afternoon workout coming up and I'm like, ooh, I'm feeling extra spicy today. Yeah. I feel like, in which people probably would think the opposite, I feel like pre workout is better for like the middle or the end of the day. Yeah, when possibly. Like, people probably think like the morning is when you would need it because you need mm-hmm. the energy, but. Mm-hmm. I just wake up ready to go. <laughs> I just want the pre-workout yeah. for fun. <laughs> no, hey, I I used to be that too. I used to take it right at 4.30 and off I went. But then, of course, I, I take protein powder as well just because we're trying to grow muscles over here, baby. <laughs> An important thing to note, though, is that supplements, do your own research. Again, we're not nutritionists. We're not dietitians. We can't recommend anything to you. But supplements are only going to work as hard as you do. So you can't take creatine and supplement in protein if you're not doing the work to grow your muscles they're not just going to give you those magically you're not going to magically appear muscles on your body like exactly they're only going to work if you do the work you can't just like take a bunch of protein and and magically have muscles like you just can't like even with pre-workout like i keep jumping back to pre-workout but you can't just take pre-workout and watch a movie on the couch like you're going to take pre-workout and go do a workout because it's going to you know yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, definitely. Good point, Meg. <laughs> so next question is, what do your rest days look like? I love this question. Because, I love this question too yeah. because I feel like active rest days are very, very talked about. Yeah, like in the doing, fitness industry, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Which, Which those are just not um, what my rest days look like. Right? Like sometimes, I don't know, I'm hit and miss. I don't purposely have an active rest day. If that makes sense. Yeah. But like my rest days are usually on the weekend where I spend my time with my two boys, Lincoln and Logan. And if we go for a walk, we go for a walk and I'm like, ooh, I'm moving my body a little bit today. Cool. It's a bonus. But like my rest days usually do consist of me resting, Mm -hmm. like resting. Yeah. I'm in my jammies all day. I meal prep that day. I'm lazy that day. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Maybe I'll have a glass of wine. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just don't, I'm resting that day. Exactly. And if I go for a walk, it's just because the boys are like, mommy, can we go for a walk? And I'm like, Heck yeah, whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's just a little bonus. But I am i don't usually, minus when I was doing 75 hard, that was different. But now that I'm not, obviously, I don't intentionally have an active rest day. Does that make sense? That absolutely makes mm-hmm. sense because I'm the exact same way. Yeah. When I have a rest day, I'm not looking at how I can fit in a 45-minute hike to make exactly. sure that I get my body moving. It would be great if I did. But, yeah. I, it's, it's, but that's why I think it's great if it just happens and then you're like... Oh, absolutely. Like, there's no pressure to to do that. You don't have to be doing things on your rest days. Like, for example, if I take a rest day in the middle of the week, like I was talking about Wednesdays, if I decide I'm going to take my Wednesday as a rest day, I work from home. So that means that I'm now sleeping in I'm no longer getting up Mm -hmm. a couple hours before Mm -hmm. my day starts I'm sleeping in 
I'm going to roll my butt out of bed, go make myself a coffee, wash my face, put on some comfies, and then go sit at a desk for eight hours. Right, right. So my rest days, unless they're on the weekend, which a lot of the times they are as well, and then just naturally activity happens, you yeah, know? you walk Moby. Yeah, you, yeah. Moby's my dad. <laughs> but yeah, you just naturally do things or you meet up with friends and you go for a walk yeah. or something like that. But I do not make an effort. I don't go out of my way to make sure my rest is To be is like, I need to go get a walk exercise. in just yeah. so I can have an active rest day. Yeah. yeah. Because I love allowing my body to rest. And I think it's so important to, if you don't love, to allow your body to rest, to learn to love to have your body rest, mm-hmm. you know? Like, mm-hmm. I think that is so important. Like, especially with someone like me, I'm very clearly high energy. I have a pretty active, quote unquote, active job. I'm on my feet all day. I'm back and forth at the salon. I'm hustling, blah, 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 blah. And on my rest days, I have to sometimes force myself to like chill mm-hmm. the heck out. Like, sit down. Like, I get told that a million times a day. Yeah. Like, sit down. Take it, take it easy. Like, it's okay. And rest is such an important factor in recovery. Yes, it is. So many of us think that like the more that we work out and the more we push ourselves, the more muscle will grow mm-hmm. or the more fat we'll lose or whatever it is. But, like, but surprise, surprise, your muscle grows while you're resting. And working out is a form of stress on your body. And all stress on your body is not good for it. No. I mean, everything is okay in the right doses, yeah, in like anything in life. Sure. But to work out seven days a week, you're not going to get the progress that you want or that's available to you because rest and recovery is so important to achieve results. Like proper sleep, you know, taking it easy. And trust me, that's like a lot coming from me because if I could work out seven days a week, I freaking would. Like, I remember before I started working out asking you how many days a week you went to the gym and you said five, but I would go seven if I could. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? Why would you go seven? <laughs> You're like, I love it. I never want to take a day off. Oh, no, I'm like, this no. girl is crazy, but I get it now. Yeah, absolutely. I get it. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So our next question is how to help yourself get motivated. This is a buzzer question. This question's like, we touch on this quite often. Yes, we do. Uh, both in the podcast and on Instagram yeah. and in our personal lives because it is a question that we do get a reasonable amount, I feel like. Because everyone feels like everyone gets in that funk and they're like, you know, they see on Instagram or on TikTok or whatever, all these people, quote unquote, looking like they have motivation mm-hmm. and they're wondering why they don't. Yeah. But newsflash is, is no one has the motivation all the time motivation is never around all the time no never to be motivated usually never there (laughs) to be honest for me anyway to be (laughs) motivated at all times is just never gonna happen it's not possible motivation is everyone is motivated differently it's not a feeling that we all experience in the same way experience in the same way what motivates me is not something that's going to motivate you and vice Mm -hmm. versa so the biggest advice that we could give is to stop giving a crap about motivation and go to discipline yourself and start thinking more about how to help yourself get disciplined stop thinking about how you can help yourself get motivated how can i help myself get consistent how can i help myself get disciplined because motivation is a load of crap (laughs) no it really is and 
it's, it's a scary thing to dive into because like I said, there's so many people that are trying to get into moving their bodies or into fitness in any way and they struggle with doing that because they think that you magically can just like sprinkle some dust on you and you will have motivation every single day. How do these people get up at 4.30 in the morning and go to the gym every day for five? How do they get an hour and a half workout in? How do they do this? Like, how do they look like they enjoy it? Mm-hmm. Like, where does that motivation come from? It's not there. It doesn't exist. It's it discipline and it's consistency. There. Yeah. So get your butt up. And people saying, oh, I wish I could do that, but I'm just not as motivated as you. Yeah. It's like, but you could do it. You could. You have everything that I have. Meg knows how much this, like, really gets to me. And what's my favorite thing I say, Meg, is how easy, easy it is. It is. <laughs> like, I know that comes off as frustrating to some people, especially if you're starting out. But I will say it till the day I die that it is so easy. You just have to want it hard enough. Like, you just have to want it enough to do it. Exactly. This whole entire thing is when you sit back and think about it, it is actually so simple. Mm -hmm. You just have to want it enough. That's it. And when you start to realize that your priority is your decision maker, it will change everything. So if you wake up in the morning and you decide to snooze your alarm and sleep in, but and the morning is the only time that you can factor in time to go work out and this is a goal that you've set for yourself but you've woken up and decided I'm too tired today, I'm, I'm going to let myself sleep, then getting in a routine of working out is not a priority to you. Exactly. Because otherwise you would sacrifice sleeping in mm-hmm. to make that a consistent part of your daily routine. Totally. You need to sacrifice for what you want or what you want becomes the yeah. sacrifice. Exactly. Love Drill it. Drill that one in there, guys. Mm-hmm. I've got quotes for days. They're oh, coming. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> All of the quotes. Okay. So next question. This is a this is a deep question. What is your favorite Taylor Swift song to work out to? I don't know if you guys want to know my answer to this <laughs> one, to be quite honest with you. I love this question because I love that I don't know. I love I love knowing what people listen to when they work out. Actually, sometimes when I'm like resting in between sets, I wonder what people are listening to. Mm-hmm. I'm just like your gym playlist playing right now anyways if you don't know me even if you do I have like a crazy gym playlist um it consists of a lot of Lil Wayne like like a lot um <laughs> and Fun it's me fact, like Chantel's favorite artist is Lil Wayne I'm obsessed with him. I wish I think everybody knows who Chantel is but it's just oh my god so funny so, anyways no I could literally rap every freaking Lil Wayne song in the world I'm I love him so anyways throw him on throw pop smoke on 50 cent like any anything like that is what I'm working out to this may be an unpopular opinion but I don't really love Taylor Swift that much so I might have lost a listener I know I'm sorry I appreciate that you love her and I I I can really appreciate that. A lot of people love her so much. And that's great. she's got an army. But listen, she's just not my vibe, especially at the gym. So. (laughs) On to me. What's my favorite Taylor Swift song to work out to? You know who you are that asked this question. We know who you are and we love you to bits. I do not listen to Taylor Swift when I work out, unfortunately. I'm so sorry. If I had to pick a song that I think could be... 
Granted, I don't know all Taylor Swift songs, so maybe there's one that I don't know of, but I knew you were trouble. I feel like that could kind of. That's so bad that I don't even know that song. You would if you heard it. Okay. I would sing it for you. I'm not going to sing it for you right now. The only Taylor (laughs) Swift song that I can think of that comes to my head is We Are Never Getting Back Together. Is that a song? No. Because we. That's a song, but that's not the one I'm thinking of. But No, but that's a song, right? That's the only one I can think of. Yes. I also just sang on here. That's really weird. (laughs) It was was beautiful. Thank you so much. So sadly, we do not listen to Taylor Swift when we work out. But if you just reach out to us and let us know which Taylor Swift songs are good for the gym, I will try it out. Like Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm fully willing. Maybe you're about to take our workouts to the next level. Because as much as I love Lil Wayne, clearly, I listen to different music sometimes depending on my workout and depending on my mood. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like even for like when I'm walking on the treadmill, sometimes I listen to (laughs) lo-fi, like at the beginning of my workout, just to like I don't know. Lo-fi is so great it's my for concentration. Thing. Yeah, it's my favorite thing ever. I love it. But I could go from lo-fi to like wrapping my freaking brains out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I really love like pop music, like mainstream music. That's kind of crazy. Is that what you listen to when you work out usually? I love this. Um, I love this topic so much. Just, I mean, it has to be high energy mm-hmm. for sure. For sure, yeah. But yeah. I'll give an of. example of one of your fave workout songs. Oh my goodness, this is a great question. I love, like, I guess it's not really a pop song. It was, I think it was kind of popularized through TikTok, but mm. it's called Wham. Okay. Do you know that song? I don't even know if I do. I may if I hear it. I'm really I, bad with like names of things. And then if I hear it, I'm like, oh yeah. I don't even know the artist. That's so terrible. That's okay. I'm sure. But it's good. I'm sure you guys know. Anyway, I love it. <laughs> I love talking about playlists for the gym. If you guys have any good like songs to work out with. Send in to, some recommendations. Love it. Okay. On to the next question is, um, what is something you would tell your 20-year-old self? Damn. This is a heavy one. Uh-huh. This is what we're ending off with. This yeah, is a big question. This is it. Do you want to start us off, Chantel? Sure. Damn. What I would tell my 20-year-old self, which was 10 years ago, which is crazy, is to stop worrying so much about what other people think and do the things you want to do without feeling any judgment. And if you are getting judged, who freaking cares? Like I've entered this whole new world lately of, of judgment and the way I perceive judgment, the way I look at judgment. And it's really something crazy. We could dive deep into that another time for sure. But it makes me sad because when I think back to my 20-year-old self, I was always feeling like, oh, I can't do that because this person's going to think that of me or, oh, I don't want to do that. People are going to think I'm crazy or like mm-hmm. they're they're going to be like, what the hell is she doing? Or have you seen what Chantal's doing lately? And put it this way, my 20-year-old self would never take the plunge and do a podcast yeah. ever because I would be like, people are going to say that's ridiculous. Yeah. But now I don't freaking care mm-hmm. because it doesn't matter and just do it and just like, Live your damn life. Live it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's true. That's what I would tell my 20-year-old self. That's so good. That's so good. What about you, Meg? What would you tell your 20-year-old self? I think mine would be along the same lines. Mm -hmm. Definitely to stop allowing what other people think of you and not even what other people think of you, what you think other people are going to think of you. Exactly. Because sometimes they're not even thinking that. Probably most of the time they're not thinking that. 
I was also very caught up in the wrong people at the time. Okay. And by that, I just mean like we've all had toxic relationships. I feel like the word toxic has really been like blown up. Like it's it's like a household word at this point. But I was just caught up with the wrong people, like dating a boy at the time that just was all of the wrong things. And this ties back into something that we talked about last episode and how every everything you do is an opportunity to treat yourself with self-love, including the behavior that you allow yourself to accept from other people. And I think just where I was and the people that I was surrounding myself with at 20 years old really fed into my insecurities and and it does you are who you surround yourself with right it's so true it's yeah. it it's so so true and i wish that i could show 20 year old meg how happy she was going to be definitely oh my gosh i wish like, i could show meg 20 year old meg that too oh it's just <laughs> I cannot tell you how much better life is if you stop caring what people think or what you think people are going to think Mm -hmm. and start doing the things that make you happy. You only get one life to live. You don't get to redo it. You don't get to the finish line and then get to try it again and do it the way you want. So do them anyways. Do the things anyway. Just do it. (sighs) Feel the fear and do it anyways. Like truly, like just say F it and do it. Especially if it's something, I mean, hopefully it's something that will bring good to the world. I, I hope nobody has any yeah, anything it, that they want to do that's terrible. But if you're doing something that brings nothing but good to the world, anything that anybody else could have to say is completely invalid and speaks far more about who they are as a person than it does about you. Absolutely. And I know you'll agree with this too, Meg, but when you start doing the things that you've always wanted to do but were too afraid to do them, the universe shows you the people who are meant to be in your life It in that moment. Just weeds it out by themselves. Exactly. The universe weeds out the people that are meant for you. Yeah. And the people that And brings aren't. in the people that are meant to be with you exactly. and really shows you who they are. Yeah. Like we could have a little tiny win and we know those people that are cheering us on the hardest and it's just like, wow. Exactly. Like, damn, we appreciate you. You know, it's just so, it's so rewarding. It's so sweet. So- Honestly, just freaking do it. <laughs> it is talked about a lot as well. Um, having people that don't support you at your lows, but it's important to surround yourself with people that support you at your highs as well. I think that's like almost even more important. Mm-hmm. They're both super, super important, but you really see who your true support system is and your true fans and your true like friends and family are you're right when you're doing something great because they will genuinely be happy for you. Mm-hmm. They'll talk to you about it. They'll ask you a question. And they actually care. And right? you don't want the least, the worst that you could do for yourself is surround yourself with people that beat you down when you talk about your passions, that tell you they're stupid, that or tell that you. Or that make you feel like you're exactly. doing something stupid. Like, yeah. no. Or that tell you it's not going to go anywhere or it's not worth it or you're not capable of that. Boot those people out. The people that do not support the things that are going to make you great are not people that deserve to be in your little bubble. Not at all. Not at all. 
Okay, guys, so that was a wrap on episode three. Thank you so much for joining us. We really hope that you feel like you know us a little bit more after listening to this episode. If we left you wondering anything or if we made you think of any new questions that you wanted to send our way, we always mention it in every previous episode, but our DMs are always open and we love chatting with you guys. We absolutely love hearing from you. We love all the feedback we've been getting. We appreciate it so, so much. We would love to hear if there's anything you want to hear us talk about any other episodes you want to have us touch on. We love hearing everything and anything. We love it. And we love just saying, hey. Exactly. We love we love the community. So you can find us on Instagram at mind to muscle podcast. Send us a little DM. Let's get chatting. And we will catch you in two weeks. We cannot wait to talk to you again. We can't wait. Thank you guys again from the bottom of our heart for being here. We appreciate you more than you will ever, ever know.